For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me. As always, my tag team partner and a man who has just emerged from his darkness retreat, one Chris Domingo. <laughs> Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as we always say during this pandemic? That's air quote Saturday morning, sir. As dark retreat, you mean like not touching your phone for almost two days because you're like into like massively into a video game man i forgot man if you got a good ass video game that can occupy your time for like days on end yeah chris domingo has been uh knee deep in in a hitman 3 a new mode in hitman 3 <laughs> on the ps5 i just finished i just finished like weeks and weeks and weeks of fifa 23 uh fifa ultimate <laughs> so, team so so is that like i don't know your jam now is, is that your number one game that's my well i only, only really do one game at a time and FIFA is my jam, and it's like, I think I got eighty to ninety percent of it out my system, but like it took a few weeks to get it out of my system because now, oh, okay. now I'm chilling. Now I'm kind of chilling, you know, only going on there maybe every three days or like every day. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but you're right. Like when you get a game, like you get locked in for a game, and you find a good game, it's it'll, it'll occupy your time for sure. Now, like I don't now now what is next on the plate? Like I don't know. Are mm. you gonna like I don't know? Mm. And ha- like are you gonna like I don't know? Um, tickle that uh sh- that that uh GM mode in the, for WWE 2K when it comes out. That's 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 like I got I have to have the come to Jesus meeting with myself. Like, is am I going to do the the you know the WWE 2K223 coming out again? It's not an advertisement, but John Cena's in it. A lot of cool things that us wrestling fans would would enjoy for those of you listening who are wrestling fans. So again, there's the WWE 2K23 or Will I go and dig into the backlog of like 30 games that are saved on the hard drive that I haven't touched in months? Like <laughs> Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and all the other games yeah. that I haven't touched in I, forever. I, I, no, you know what? I bought, I got that with my package, like with my bundle for PlayStation. I played it for 14 seconds, and I was like, no, I'm not ready for that. No, like, and I didn't realize because because I because I really didn't play PlayStation for like, I don't know, for like a better half of like eight months. And then I was like, I saw this mode was coming out. So let, all right, let me reactivate all my like my uh, plus plans. I had no idea that on this new like I don't know tier of like the PlayStation thing, they got a lot of games and like relevant games too. Like I think that's what a lot of people do. It's like it's part of the streaming thing where like people don't don't like owning stuff. 
yeah, people don't like owning stuff. And again, we're not an advertisement for Sony or PlayStation or whatever. But if you are so inclined, if you have a, have a PlayStation or an Xbox, again, you can pay a flat monthly fee and you get access to like hundreds of games. And that's like you said, that's good enough for most people. And you can yeah. buy the ones you really, really, really want to buy. But if you want to, there's some others that you don't want to put out the 40, 50, 60, 70 dollars for. You can, again, kill a lot of time with that. I know that's what a lot of people are going to do uh, between now and the start of the football season. But before we start the football season, there's a lot of stuff to talk the, about. What about the basketball season? There's now. a lot of stuff to talk about. This is the basketball season to discuss. Of course, there's whatever the Eagles are going to do during the offseason as we head into uh, the summer and in the spring and the summer for the Eagles. So we have the, the Eagles discussion to talk about as well. And of course, we can't have a discussion about anything on this show in the month of March without pointing to a sign. This is an audio <laughs> show, so you can't see us do it. But we are both pointing to a sign well, no. in the upper right corner of the rooms that we are currently we in. We are now. taking the highway to hell. I set like I I I three sixteen to uh <laughs> to uh Hollywood, California. On good. the way to on the way to Hollywood, California, I don't know what the tolls are. I don't care. The Easy Pass account is getting wrecked. Now, now are we going to stop at the SmackDown Hotel yes, to like yes. to 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 uh, lay the uh, SmackDown on our uh, on uh, on our heads? Stopping at the SmackDown Hotel, probably making a pit stop at the Broken Skull Ranch somewhere on the way <laughs> uh, to to WrestleMania. But yeah, the road is being paved. We have a pretty decent idea of how the card shaping up. So later on in the show, we will discuss less than a month, baby. Less, less, less than, than a, a month. month away. Less than a month away. As you are hearing this. We are four weeks away from the WrestleMania 29, excuse me, 39 event in Hollywood, California. But a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line, as we always say. Sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout out, sir? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us, whether it's on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Tune in radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen to us at home. Listen to us at work. Take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show, 24-7, 365. Speaking of accessible, you can also follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Um what are you tweeting about this weekend? What's going on this weekend that, that's going to be? I, I know, I know, I think I know what it is. We haven't, you and I haven't really specifically talked about this, and we will in about 10 minutes. Well, I, I, well, I thought I was going to watch, well, I thought I was going to watch soccer, but apparently you need like something for Apple TV, and I'm just not paying $15 for a sport that I'm not really into. <laughs> yeah, can we, can we have a, a oh, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean, the, I'm going to hijack this discussion for like 90 seconds. So for those of you who are interested in the MLS, Chris Domingo just mentioned it. So if you want to watch the, any basically just about 95% of MLS games this year. You need to buy the MLS package on Apple TV, which costs $90 for the year. I believe if you're a season ticket holder, I believe you get the package free. I'm not entirely sure. Now, the NFB, well, soccer in general, soccer in the world, but soccer, at least in the United States, probably had, you know, I don't want to say the resurgence, but interest in soccer in the U.S. is probably at, I don't want to say an all-time high. It's pretty high right now. Coming off the World Cup and coming off of, you know, at least locally, everything that happened with the Union last year, making the run to the MLS final. I understand why the MLS took that Apple money, took that Apple bag, because it's millions and millions of dollars over a few years. It's just really weird to me that we're at a pretty high level of soccer interest in this country, and it's almost impossible to watch 
U.S. soccer without paying for it in this country? It seems yeah, a little weird to me. No, I weird. just feel that I don't know that price point is I no, and like I get like I don't know MLS like I don't know they're trying to build up this fortress of money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like I don't know this is the way to get it to just offer up services and I feel that a lot of leagues because this is because I feel that the leagues are going to have to find different ways to kind of generate revenue. And this is, and if you're not trying to generate streaming revenue from your events, I don't know what you're trying to do. That being said, if you're still a sport that's trying to find new viewers, is this, is this the price point that is getting new viewers to say like me, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know, like what I have paid, Five ninety nine. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. Like, but maybe like I don't know. If I just say, you know what, I'm sick of the Sixers because I am. But I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ten toes in on on the Union. But whatever it takes, I would have spent seven ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine. Absolutely not. Like I don't know. And, and I feel that like that price tag, and like I know you can like get discounts, but. A lot of people do the monthly because people don't feel like paying seventy bucks flat. Right. Like I don't know. It, like regardless of, it, it, it's. I'm telling you, it's that psychology of like you see a price and, and it's and it's two digits, like it's two digits in front of the decimal. You're saying no unless it's like I don't know something you really, really like. It's almost an essential part of your existence, and MLS is not. I just feel that like I don't know. They're they're. They might be – it's a very short-term gain for a long-term view of things where, like, I don't know, you're losing you, – you lost me? <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're losing a lot of the casual viewership, viewership that, again, you could have gained after an amazing World Cup this year. Um, the Philadelphia Union play 34 games this season, 34 games in the MLS this season. There are three that are going to be on broadcast on over-the-air television – well, I think cable, I don't even know if it's just over the air. I think three on FS1 this year um, for union fans to see without paying. You got to be able to, you got to show the local games locally, man. At least give me that much, right? If you don't want to show me all the games on FS1 or whatever, like you used to before, or a lot of the games, that's fine. But Philadelphia fans should be able to watch more than three games without having to pay for a subscription. And I think that's a I reasonable guess number. Also, I think you could have easily negotiated, you could have easily negotiated with Apple to say, okay, we won't charge you this. So, like, I don't know. If, if we charge you a little less, you give us the advantage of putting, I don't know, 10. I don't know. Just a number. Like, I don't know. Like you said, it's a it's a little short-sighted, but I do understand where, like, I don't know, the MLS, like, I don't know, like, it, it, like, it hasn't been flush with cash for a long time. And right. now, with that cash, you can get better players. And then, like, I don't know, maybe – I don't know, like get a dude from the Premier League to come over. Like, I get it. I just feel that, like, I don't know. It was you left, like, I don't know, in with this in the spirit of trying to advance, like, I don't know your your bottom line. You might have, like, I don't know, in the long run, probably, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, lost, uh, like, lost customers. And I think that's not what you want if you're an up and coming league. I, I sure, like, I don't think baseball would want that. <laughs> Or, yeah, or, I would, or the NHL. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't think you would want it with the World Cup coming to the U.S. in 2026. I mean, I would think you would want to build interest in soccer, but you're right. Like, you, your initial point was right. 
like this is they're trying to make money like back in 2019 i'm looking up the uh, the stats right now back in 2019 the philadelphia union were worth according to forbes 240 million dollars right now they're worth 575 million dollars right so that's a 135 percent increase in four years which is only going to get bigger once you factor in the apple money and all these other exclusive deals yep. that they're going to cut so look look i get it i understand and the hardcore is going to buy into it and that's fine but again Give the option for the common man to, you know, either watch the games for either close to free or if you just said, hey, you can have all your local games for like $39.99. A lot of people like me would have said, you know what? All right, fine, that's fine. It's cool. Yeah. You know, give me no. seven bucks a month. I'll do it. Whatever. Yeah. No, I actually wonder if other leagues are going to like other like I wonder if the NBA follows this suit at some point where like I don't know, like I know that like I don't know the media rights deals are up and I and I just don't know if these networks are willing to like cough up this amount of money like and like there aren't many places like the only places that have this kind of this 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 chest of money are amazon your apples right. your googles like i don't know like yeah. because like i i get that these networks want something to put on but you know what they end up doing because they're not making the money back on the like on the ad revenue they're they're letting people off like i don't like mm-hmm. I, I feel that that is like that's going to be an, a, a, a lot of times when these networks, like, I don't know, put all this money in, they can't put all the money to invest in the product because they paid so much for it. Right. Yeah. When you're paying, you know, you're paying, you know, hundreds of million dollars, billions of dollars, you know, to to broadcast or at least local, at least the, the local RSNs. If you're paying, you know, tens of millions of dollars a year to bar- broadcast like the Padres or whatever, you can't put in the resources that an Apple, like you said, can put into. I don't know if you've seen any of these Apple, either, either the baseball games or the MLS games, like the picture quality is like like 16K. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, the production quality on these games is amazing because they have the resources to do it. And again, no, not- I feel, yeah. oh no, sorry, I feel that baseball might be the next place to to doubt like to go fully into the streaming network where like i don't know like because these regional sports networks are are bleeding and they might not like i don't know get like they might be they might permanently be like bled out in five years i don't know how much you can like i don't know like they're running bare bones operations to begin with because they don't like i don't know like they just like nbc sports basically was broke because they had because they couldn't afford all these, like, I don't know, they don't have a sports department anymore. So yeah. I, I like, I guess the, the, the question is if you're a hardcore baseball fan and everything's segmented at this point, would you pay, I don't know, $14.99 a month to get all the Phillies games on 4K? Well, let me, let me spin this question to you because, and again, I'm, I'm loving we have this conversation. We'll talk about the other stuff later, but let me spin this question to you. Cause I don't know if you saw the, uh, the, the news from, from MSG networks, they're releasing their own, you know, what they call the over-the-top networks. It's going to show basically all the New York winter sports. So you got the Knicks, you got the Devils, you got the Rangers, you got the Islanders. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in there. I think it's like seven sports or whatever. So basically all the winter sports in New York, they're charging 30 bucks a month. If you're a Knicks fan, if you're a Rangers fan, you're probably not a Devils fan, an Islanders fan, if you're all that. But if you're if you're a fan of those three teams, let's say, would you be well? Oh, let's just turn it up. Turn it up to our teams. Well, you're not really a Flyers fan, but assuming you were a Flyers fan, would you pay some comparable thirty money? bucks, twenty five dollars? It's less teams, so I'll give you. I'll say twenty five bucks yeah. a month to watch the Sixers and the Flyers every every month. Yeah, if you were if you were a hockey fan. Yeah, no, I feel that. I, like, I'm still like I don't know. Like, I, I think if I'm removed from cable, 
I might like say hell yeah, but the immediacy of cable really is such like a I don't know. It it, it, it it's a game changer if you have it. Yeah. It, it does. It does. Right. It really does. And like I don't know, you don't have to worry about like I don't know if you're on a tablet and it just like the feed just freezes. Like I don't know. There are just things that like I don't know, inconvenience ish like convenience fees that you're paying with cable. It's a lot of convenience fees, but you're yeah. paying. And like I don't know. Like it's like there are just things that like I don't know, like it's not the perfect way to watch a game. And and I, I know people say, oh, stream it on your it's the same thing. Like, I don't know. It, it still craps out when, like, you don't want it to. Right. So, I guess, I think you got to ask a different person. Because I, yeah, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> as long as I'm able, I will have cable. Like, I don't know. I, I just, like, I don't know. Like, but a lot of, pe- a lot of people that, that are my age, and I know, that cut the cord a long time ago. And now they just got people on their account. And, like, I think they've just... I think they just said, you know what? I don't care if it's ten second delay, and I have to worry about like I don't know, like I don't know these these periodical issues. I don't want to pay three hundred dollars for cable. Period. Yeah, and and that's really the going rate for for cable. But it's I'm really curious to see how many people who don't have cable sign up for these, you know, you know, these streaming plans like MSG Go or whatever, whatever's going to happen with the you know the um, the Bally Sports Networks because they're followed for bankruptcy so like you said it's gonna be a lot <laughs> no, different like, five years no, from now. like like bally sports like i don't know who like they picked up the fox sports network what two years ago and now they're going belly like this is unfortunately the trend they don't have like you hire people you probably hire them for cheap yeah. and they're and, and no I, I mean it is not a it's not a sustainable business model so you need to like unfortunately let the big guys come and just like i don't know scoop all these networks up let them pay Google some money. Like I, I mean, it really comes down to like Apple and Google, or like no Apple and Google, and Netflix, um, um, yeah, Amazon, yeah. No, like we'll probably be at a point, you know, maybe ten years from now, where like most of these rights, you know, regional rights, are probably going to be in the hands of the Apples, Googles, and Amazon, and you'll be able to pay for a package for your local teams and or you know for the whole league. Which again, I think kind of works for everybody because like you said like these other yes like you know like the the valley sports and the nbc sports like they don't really devote the resources or want to devote the resources to it because it doesn't make them as much money as it used to um because they have to pay so much in rights fees so it's a yeah, yeah it's, no I, yeah. no because i feel at this point it's only they they feel obligated to do it because who right. else like i don't yeah. know it's 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 like if if nbc sports doesn't come doesn't cover Philly sports. Who the hell is? Who is yeah, who's going to they're not going back to channel seventeen, folks. Like it's, it's not <laughs> we're not we're not doing like we used to do uh back in the old days. But again, I, I thought that you said you were gonna watch the combine because I know you were a big combine fan. Um the Eagles see a I, couple, yeah. Oh uh, no see I I need like I don't know like if if it's there isn't one like I need to follow one player because usually and, and it helps that the Eagles are good so like it's not like they're not like one player like away that like is a sexy player. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I'm kind of just like in like a wait and see mode because I don't want to get hung up on a player because I don't. Does anyone even know what? Does anyone even have a betting idea on what the the, the Eagles are going to do with these picks, if anything? Well, I don't know if you saw, but Mel Kiper released his second mock draft earlier. Still this not paying for ESPN Plus anymore. No, I'm telling you, I am proud of myself because I you, thought once. Password. <laughs> Once combine season came, I thought, you know what? But man, that price point for ESPN Plus sucks. 
That's terrible. Like if like if it wasn't like really I only signed back up for for the to watch the soccer, but uh, like I'm not doing it just to read Tom McShay. I mean we're not doing that. Yeah, no, no, there was a difference between five ninety nine and nine ninety nine. I know it's only four dollars and I spent four dollars blinking, but I'm telling you, it's the psychology of the price. Exactly. Where like you're just like, no, that's ten seventy nine, because that's plus tax. Exactly. No, it's it's very different. They're, they're, they're five ninety nine and ninety nine nine ninety nine is very different, but the Mel Kuyper mock draft, for those of you who do not have the ESPN Plus subscription, uh, the Eagles with the 10th pick select Peter Skaronsky, offensive tackle from Northwestern. And with the 31st pick, Mel Kuyper has him selecting Kalisha Canty, the defensive tackle from Pitt, who you may have seen broke a combine record for a defensive tackle. I think he ran like a sub 4-7 as a defensive tackle um, on Thursday at the combine. Two, to me, again, not sexy guys, but again, like you, I'm not really plugged in like I usually am because, as you said, the Eagles aren't one guy away, so I'm not as tied into, oh, who's going to be there at 10, who's going to be there at 31, like I'd usually be at this time of year. How much much benefit of the doubt are you giving Howie Roseman? Like, like even if he drafts the Skaronsky guy, and that's what, an offensive tackle in the top 10? Correct. That is – that's not – what we expected, but you know what we didn't expect? We didn't expect them to draft Landon Dickerson. Correct. We didn't expect them to draft Cam Jorgensen. Then you know Correct. what? Howie was Howie right. Howie's been right for like two straight years. So I and I know people are going to drop the grades and be like F D E. I'm like I I don't know if I could give a grade because I am grading Howie Roseman on the curviest curve ever right now. Didn't expect Jalen Hurts three years ago, but again, it is what it is. I mean, he's going to be living off of that for like I, I, when if Howie Roseman ever has to put his resume together, Jalen Hurts is one is bullet one through five. Yeah, like you you can live off of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to get Howie Roseman if, again if he ever decides to leave here. Howie Roseman or is forced out, I should say. He's going it's going to get him one or two jobs off the rip. It's like yo, I drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round. Like what's up? Like that, that'll get you, that's enough to get you jobs. Um, but speaking of getting jobs, Jalen Hurts' quarterback coach is now his offensive coordinator. Congratulations to Brian Johnson, named the Eagles OC earlier this week. Spent the last two seasons as the Eagles QB coach. He has a very good relationship with Jalen Hurts that goes back, you know, years and years. He was the OC at Utah, Houston, and Florida. So he has experience calling plays. The cover boy um, of one of the most overrated. Yes. Sports games of all time. Uh, the hate is coming out of my co-host right now. He was the PlayStation 3 cover um, model, cover athlete for uh, Madden, excuse me, NCAA football uh, 2010, or NCAA football 10, Brian Johnson, when he was a quarterback for the Utes uh, back in Utah. Um, again, I think this is the guy that we all thought he was going to get the job. He got the job. Everybody's happy with it. I, I got no problems with it. I guess finally. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like, you really just need to build on, like, I don't know, like, what like I mean, Jalen Hurts is kind of the like you gotta run stuff by him now. Like I I mean like Brian Johnson is part of this. Like I don't know, along with Jane Steichen and like Sirianni. Like he, this is part of the triumvirate that that developed Jalen Hurts. So let's let's hope that like I don't know, going this route helps Jalen Hurts develop more. Yeah. So we got Brian Johnson as the OC and Sean Desai as the DC. We mentioned him. Last week, he was a de- uh, defensive coordinator. How many Chicago. of these? How many of these hoagie mouth people have ever heard of Sean Desai two weeks ago? Five uh, percent. <laughs> they just heard he blitzes and be like, "Oh my god!" Oh no! I mean, how many of these 
people have ever watched the Vic Fangio led defense. Like, like they want to know Vic Fangio if he went into like a Primos. Come on, <laughs> people need to stop. Like, no, the 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 defensive coordinator obsession boggles my mind. Like, I, and I know that like Jonathan Gannon has said some things on the way out that didn't that isn't endearing him. He was the defensive coordinator of like the arguably arguably a top two and a half, three Eagles defense of all time. What the hell? Like, and I know that the Super Bowl didn't go good. Didn't go well. But God, like, I don't know. This this defensive coordinator thing is just a, so overblown. Unless it's like the, I don't know, Nathaniel Hackett of defensive court. Or, sorry, Juan, if it's Juan Castillo to <laughs> K-23, I don't really care. It's all about the players. The players are really what matters the most, all right? And Sean Desai, if he has the same player or a lot of the same players that he had last year, he's going to be pretty decent. But if he loses a James Bradbury and if he loses a Javon Hargrave and if he loses a TJ Edwards and they don't replace those guys with competent guys. Blitz! You got a blitz. You got a blitz. You got a blitz. He's not going to be as good. Um, it's as simple as that. I mean, again, like for those of you who care, 39 years old, he was a defensive assistant uh, in Seattle in 2022, according to, you know, what the word is and his time in Chicago, his teams have a tendency to play a lot of base nickel uh, defense. And like Chris said, they blitz a lot. Um, well, they blitz more than than the man who didn't blitz at all, Jonathan Gannon. But again, it doesn't matter whether you blitz or, or not blitz. If you have guys who can make plays and, you know, that's really all that matters. Um, earned his doctorate degree from Temple and is the first person of Indian descent to be a coordinator in the NFL. Of course, he got that um, when he was the OC or DC, excuse me, in Chicago in 2021. And like you mentioned last week, shout out to the and Eagles. they stunk. They stunk. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the, well, it was like it was a whole mess of coaches with the Matt Nagy situation. It was disgusting in Chicago. The Bears stink on ice. But again, shout out to the Eagles for being progressive. Only team. In professional football, well, I'm sorry, in the NFL. I don't know about the XFL. Only team in the NFL with two head coaches of color, uh, well, two oh, sorry, two coordinators of color um, in Brian Johnson and Sean Desai. Um, so kudos to the Eagles for for, for doing that. I well. mean, like, Roy, like, I don't know. Like, I know, like, like the Eagles have been for, the, for 30 years. I, I mean, like, they had one of the very first, like, they, they were hiring black head coaches before, like, I don't know, anyone was hiring, like, offensive coordinators. And, like, I don't know, like, like it shows, like, I don't know, if you go out of, like, your, like, I, I, but it's not like he wasn't part of the pipeline. It was part of the John, like, the, the Bill Walsh pipeline. He, right. like, but sometimes look for the minority in, like, I, I mean, like, if you went to the end of Andy Reid, you like, I feel that, like, you need to, like, I don't know, look in – it's not like there aren't minorities in these like elite coaching trees. Like, like look at the Shanahan tree. I mean, D'Amico Ryan got hired. The guy Rand Carthon got hired. I mean, like there are minorities in here. Let's just give them guys those guys an extra look. I actually heard people uh, maybe it was last year or something like not try to knock the Eagles um, for not hiring a, a black head coach since Ray Rhodes. I'm like, come on, fam. Like, <laughs> like this team has been more progressive than anybody when it comes to hiring head they coaches. They have more. They have more. <laughs> Games play with black quarterbacks than like anyone Any by team, far like, ever. I think there's teams who still haven't started a black quarterback. Maybe like in, in like their history of like forever. Like you like we have like you know black player personnel directors like fam. Like the Eagles are way more progressive than a lot of other teams. Just because come they on, haven't man. had. Like, come on, 
We're not doing that. No, they so remember like remember the backlash that Jeff Lurie got when he signed Michael Vick. Like I don't know people like that. This was like Kaepernick like. 10 years before, like, I'm never watching the Eagles ever again. They, like, and he wasn't even here to be a starter. Uh, they, they basically just signed him as, like, a favor or, like, I don't know, as a favor to someone or, like, say, you know what, like, this is your chance to be rehabilitated. Like, I don't exactly. know, like, that that takes some stones, man, because it's not like this was a wit, like, it, it wasn't in the, in the spirit of winning because he was the backup, and when he played, he sucked. He was terrible. Before... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was terrible. But again, like the Eagles, again, like Jeffrey Lurie and this, this Eagles regime specifically has shown their commitment to, again, diversity both on – and off the field again with that Autumn Lockwood being part of the coaching staff as well. So again, like we let's not let's not we're not gonna we're not gonna like, call the Eagles out <laughs> for, for that because again they're a lot better than you know ninety percent of the NFL. Uh, like the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Can we? Can we? Well, yeah, like the Cardinals. Let's like I don't know. Did you see the NFL NFLPA survey? Um, no, I did, but no, I I need to read it a little more. Like I I I got I read like a, very quickly. The Eagles are middle of the road. Which is fine. I I mean, they're not the Cardinals who basically (laughs) are paying you to eat at your own cafeteria, which is just no, like no, 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 no. no. They're 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 charging you to eat at the cafeteria. For those who don't know, let me let me give some backstory. (laughs) For those who don't know, the NFLPA surveyed all of its players and they said, "Hey, here's a survey. Rate your teams on you know the the facilities and the coaching staff and the training staff and all sorts of everything that kind of comes with the travel, everything that kind of comes with being an NFL player." As Chris mentioned, the Eagles finished in the middle of the pack, 14th out of uh, 32 teams, which, again, is fine. Um, so one of the the, uh, the good things about the Eagles, or some of the good things, is they rank first or tied for first in food service, strength coaches, and training staff. So Eagles feed guys well, the nutrition plan's good, and all that good stuff. Um, you know, strength coaches are good. Um, but they are one of the eight teams in the NFL who do not fly players first class. So players had a little knock on that. But – you know, Eagles middle of the road Can't team. Can't have everything, fellas. Middle of the road team. The Arizona Cardinals. I don't know where they ranked among everybody, but the Arizona Cardinals, among their missteps is the fact that they charge players for any food that they take home. So if somebody comes <laughs> to the facility and, work, and works out and it's like, yo, man, let me get a to-go box from the calf. I want to take dinner home. They get charged. And not just that. Any food they eat during the offseason – gets charged so if somebody if kyler murray shows up at the cardinals practice facility facility today and eats some cereal bad choice maybe uh maybe, maybe well, james connor because yeah, i'm sorry because yeah. he ain't showing up yeah 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 yeah. i mean it's call of duty call of duty drops coming coming soon <laughs> so james connor shows up and eats some cereal he's getting a payroll deduction for cereal in his next paycheck courtesy of the arizona cardinals but of course you big. just have complete morons favoring the billion dollar owner saying oh we don't have, like, we have to i have to buy lunch when i go to work shut your mouth please <laughs> yeah. no you yeah. you jabroni by the way shout out to travis kelsey for bringing jabroni back yeah, as, yeah. as a good insult no i mean like but are are you surprised in the least that like the arizona cardinals have like bad like i don't know culture i mean like nah. if you look at it from afar they're kind of they're they're a mess. Like I don't know, their GM quit or or left or went on sabbatical. There, you had to put in a clause for your quarterback to study. <laughs> you just fired the coach. I don't right. even 
Like, God bless Jonathan Gannon. I think he's walking into a a bleep storm. Yeah, no, like I, the Arizona Cardinals do not appear poised for good things th- this year, but they weren't the only team that got a, got some knocks on this list. The uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars apparently have a rat problem in their practice facilities. <laughs> rat, rats running around everywhere in Jacksonville. Jack uh, get, get tell you tell tell your son to hire Sturminator. <laughs> yeah, don't don't spend the money trying to buy WWE. Spend the money getting those rats. <laughs> Away from Trevor Lawrence. How about that? No, but uh, these are the best surveys because you know what? We 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 just expect that billion dollar corporations, because this is what they are, like I don't know, are run like to like the uh, like, yeah. To the elite professionalism. Wrong. Absolutely because you not. have because you have the Bengals who like I don't know, still like I don't know. I think they have something obnoxious, like I don't know. They I, don't I have it. like I the Bengals okay. have plumbing, plumbing issues in their showers and the toilets. So again, like if if you are the if you are Jamar Chase, again you try to take a shower, like water water pressure might not be as, as elite as what you find at home. So so these franchises are like the Cleveland Indians from Major League. It's unbelievable. Like you said, like you think all every single NFL franchise is worth multiple billions of dollars, like at least two billion dollars. You would expect that these teams have functioning toilets and showers, but not all of them do. The commanders force players to share <laughs> some players to share rooms on the road. So if you're on a road game, no, the commanders really are the Cleveland Indians. Like I, I like I don't know, Dan Snyder is like that woman. Yes, yes, yeah, the yeah, the, the woman, yeah, the woman that they had the picture up in the in the locker yeah. room. And and yeah. Ron Rivera is Lou Brown. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so you gotta bunk up with some dudes. You you're sleeping in the double. Um, for if you're if you're a commanders player, that the road. like you know what that might be the most embarrassing thing. Seriously, and, and and the Colts' food apparently is so bad that some players bring their own food from home. So the <laughs> cafeteria trash. Jim Mersey ain't springing for the calf, so they're bringing food from home. They're bringing Chipotle in um, um, after they after for their workout. So yeah, see, so see, this is stuff. where see, this is where I I not knowledgeable on this. Are you supposed to get like an elite chef for your for your team? Nutrition is like like ninety percent, not ninety percent, but it's like it's a it's a major part of this. Like, oh, so you, you can't like, you get someone have, who's like the yeah. cat who's like running the cat at like a, at, at, at like a Catholic grade school. No, 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 no. no. You have to get an elite <laughs> cafeteria person again who has all sorts of healthy and unhealthy stuff for everybody. Okay. Because again, you got to feed a lot. Like it's a ton of people. You got to feed healthy every and, single day. And the amount of food these right. dudes consume exactly. is like not, it's not you or I. Like, I don't know. Yeah. These dudes, like Lane Johnson, how many cheeseburgers is doing? Well, it's like, you got to make sure Lane Johnson has his cheeseburgers. You got to make sure Isaac Sayomalo has, you know, whatever <laughs> green vegetables he wants to eat. Like, you got to make sure. Like how much pounds of food is consumed by a football team in a week? Oh yeah, a pro, a pro football team. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, during during the season, it's probably it's probably an insane amount of food. But again, you got the team and the support staff, and you know whatever. Like there's like 200 people you're feeding every day. Like so, like you gotta you gotta be right. So you can't be having guys like you know bringing you know the two for one sizzlies in because um, your, <laughs> your calf is trash. Um, but yeah, I gotta read this whole survey because like I'm gonna go through every single team because I'm sure there's some other gems in here. Shout out to the Eagles for not being an embarrassment. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what? The first class thing that's like, okay. I I mean, like, not. That's the end of the world. No, I'm not calling it embarrassing. Right. Yeah. And they don't have, like, a room for, like, the families to kind of get together with at at the uh, Lincoln Financial Field. I didn't know that was a thing. But, okay, that's a thing. You can find a a room. 
you could build a room and apparently like they would like the locker room to be big uh the locker room to be bigger i think every every player except for like guys in like alabama wants their locker room to be bigger yeah oh, yeah, yeah no no, no well, once again there's that line of demarcation where like i don't want to bring in a 20-piece nugget like i don't know like, like when i'm when i'm when i'm studying film yeah, no. Nah. So the Eagles, shout out to the Eagles. And I'm sure Jeffrey Lurie saw the survey and he's probably going to address this, unlike, again, the char- the Cardinals, who will probably continue to charge their players for food um, at, at the facility. <laughs> um, we can save the quarterback rankings for another time because I, I do yep. want to talk about the the offseason uh, off coming up for the Eagles. I don't know if you saw the uh, the piece from friend of the show, Shil Kapadia. He put together his, sure uh, did. his top 100, 101, I think it was 100, 100 players, free yeah. agents. By the way, shout out to Shield because or, or anyone that has to compile a, a top 100 free agent list. Not like 200, like top 100 players. You got to find 100 free agents worth ranking. 100 free agents worth ranking. You got to, you know, for a lot of these guys, like Shield Kapadia gave us dollar amounts. I am going to give you said dollar amounts. For some of the high ball for the Eagles that were on said list. And I want you to see again, we're gonna play this game again. I want you to say, do you keep them at this amount or do you kind of pass on this amount? James Bradbury, I believe, was the highest rated Eagle on Shield Kabadi's list. I think it was third, if I remember correctly. James no, Bradbury. I think he, no, I think he was 13th, and I think Gardner Johnson was 13th. Yeah, they were right, but they were back to back. Uh Bradbury yep. and Chelsea Gardner Johnson. Bradbury was gonna uh well, according to Shield, would command about fifteen million dollars. On the open market, Chris Domingo, Chris Roseman, do you try to try to figure out a way to keep no. James Bradbury? Okay, that's fine. Absolutely. Chelsea Gardner Johnson had eleven million dollars. Ooh, I thought he'd be good. I, I thought I thought he'd be a little lower or, or a little higher. Yes, I yeah no Carter like that's that's the sweet spot for him. I'll I'll even pay him a little more. I'll, I'll, I'll pay him twelve a year. Look at that, Jason Kelsey, fourteen million dollars. Probably a one-year yes. deal, you know. Yeah, one at 14 and a half. Yeah, 14 mil. He's a you know, all-pro center. Like, I don't think there's any issue with that. Isaac Sayumalo, he had him at around $9 million, which I think is not a bad amount of money. It makes you think a little bit. Yeah, but isn't this why you drafted Lyman High? Like, I don't know. And, like, I don't know, like a second round for a guard or a center is real high. So, right. I guess – I would say they think no. I, I feel it's very similar to what like Big V. Like I don't know, Big V. I yeah. think got similar money and like they probably thought about it. And they're like, no, you know what? We'll we'll go a different way. And I think this will go the same way. And I think Jorgens will end up playing guard. Fletcher Cox, eight to nine million dollars. <laughs> no, absolutely no, not. no, no. Fletcher Cox. Wow. No. Miles Sanders, elite running back in the NFL, seven to eight million dollars. Is, is is this eggs price? Like, no, I'm not paying Miles, not paying Miles Sanders eight million dollars. Yeah, and like Miles, if Miles Sanders gets seven eight million dollars, his agent is amazing. Yeah, um, no, for a running back, and I don't think like I don't know like I guarantee you a lot of teams are like looking at Miles Sanders and they look and they see the phone and he's like and they're like. What's this dude gonna look like behind a, a decent offense? Not Correct. the not the bat. Like what? Is, like so? What you gotta have like a top five offensive line for Miles Sanders to get 12, 1,200 yards? I don't. I really think he's. My bold prediction is he's gonna be looking for teams, and I just don't think he'll be. Like I don't know. Like th- you think this is why he's begging the Eagles to take him back because you think he wants to go to the Raiders? 
that's the thing. I don't think he wants to go to the Raiders, and I think he would take, you know, below market, whatever his market value is. I think he would take below market value to stay here. If you said Miles Sanders, hey, here's two and ten. Yeah, he might just. I think he. I think he'd stay because, like, like, a part of him knows. I I know he's an athlete, and they're one percent. Like, yo, I could run behind, and he knows how good this offensive line is. Like, he just seems like a like the perfect candidate. And I don't even think he needs to go to like a team with like a bad offensive line, but say an okay off. Like, say he went to the Giants. Would Mm -hmm. like would he be or or the Commanders? Would would he be good? He'd be fine, but I mean, he wouldn't put up the numbers he put. He wouldn't put up the rushing numbers he put there this year. Like, absolutely not. Like, it's clear that this is the best or one of the best scenarios situations. For and that's why he's pleading. Year. That's why he's pleading on social media. No, I, I, like I'm, I'm interested to see like what other, what other running backs because I am intrigued with like I don't know. Like there are enough running backs out there that either are that you could get cheap or frankly might be better in this system that are like, I don't know, that might be a little more expo- like that might not be as explosive as miles because miles is very explosive, but might hit a hole faster and might follow blocks a little better. And you might like, I keep thinking Jeff Wilson. I want like, I have no idea why I keep thinking about Jeff, Jeff Wilson, but whenever I see Jeff Wilson run the ball, he's just running fast and he's running straight. Give me Jeff Wilson. Give me playoff Lenny. Like, I mean, I'll, like, yeah, I'm no, not, no. You know. Yeah. Is it, is it too much to ask for a running back that can actually catch the ball? Yeah, like give me if you give me playoff Lenny with this team, like a play, you know, you don't need a guy who's going to carry the ball twenty five times. You need this guy who can get, give you, you know fourteen carries and maybe a couple receptions out of the backfield every now and then. Like no, you game. can't tell me that like that playoff Lenny and Gainwell, and if you want to bring Boston Scott back for the ninth time, isn't that's I like that. That's I like room. that rotation. Yeah, that's a good room. Brandon Graham, six million dollars. That's a yeah. yes. Yes. Gardner Minshew at four million. No. Uh, and Kaiser White at three million, basically his contract again from last year. I didn't look. I, I like after the first couple of games, I don't really get Kaiser White. I, I didn't think he had a good season. Like I, I feel that like the Kobe Dean will get a shot to be one of the linebackers. Then you got to find one. I I predict that they'll sign a free agent linebacker to be the replacement for T.J. Edwards and or Kaiser White. I wouldn't hate – I wouldn't – like you said, like like after the first few games, like Kaiser White, probably you didn't see much of him at all. But I wouldn't hate him at $3 million. Like, that's – I mean well, – How much like, is TJ Edward going to get? Like, I, I feel like I'll the guy that you – like nine or way yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Like, but I, I, I know TJ Edwards, like, had a decent season, but I still don't know, like – was he making splash plays to be worth nine million dollars? Like I, I feel that like he's a steady Eddie, and like, but with a defense like this where you don't ask your linebackers to do much, is is that all you need? Like, like I'm not paying nine million dollars for a steady Eddie linebacker. I need a playmaking linebacker. Um, I'm trying to look, um, but the franchise number for linebackers is eighteen point seven. I think yeah. TJ was made in more than enough plays to get nine. I mean, I, I think yeah. he's. A, I think he's. I mean, you could probably get 10 or 11, to be honest with you. Like, he was good. Like, he, I, I think he was good enough to kind of get, you know, pretty decent money. But you're market. also not going to – but you're also not going to cry river if you lose him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you can – again, like you said, when the Kobe Dean, you know, if you draft a guy, if you sign a free agent guy, you know, you, you can figure out a way oh, yeah, to – for being honest, like, is there anyone you'd cry a river if you lost? Outside of the obvious guys, outside of like a like a, like a Kelsey – 
No, 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 no. Like I know, like no. You, you're allowed to cry. But if you lost, if, if someone just outbid you like crazy for someone outbid you four million dollars a year for Gardner Johnson, yeah, would like, you like say? Yeah, that's fine. I got. I'll, I'll live. I, yeah. I, I hate to say it. I trust this team enough. I trust, like Howie. I trust the, the Sirianni. I trust everyone to be like okay, because this is what you don't want. Like, because people keep saying you, you now you're paying the tax on that Super Bowl year. You don't need to pay that tax. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not a it's not a mandatory tax. I feel that, like, and this team doesn't need to pay a tax because they're young. It's not like this is Tampa where, like, you have Tom Brady and you're forced to, like, re-sign. You're, re, you're forced to, like, put Godwin on, like, the franchise tag. You, you're forced to, like, re-sign Mike Evans to a big – like, you don't have – you don't need that. Like, I don't – like, you're not in that same spot. So – if you lose Bradbury and, like, I don't know, Garner Johnson, you'll get cop picks for him. And, right. and like, I don't, like, I feel that I trust Howie enough to know that he's more, more importantly, confident in his job and confident in, like, the quarterback. Well, like, the dude's 26 years old. Like, it's not, or 25, whatever the hell he is. He, you're not, like, on this time clock. So let's, like, I don't know. And I, and I think he's learned enough to be like, okay, let's not overpay to keep some of these dudes. Yeah, don't, don't need to overpay for these guys again. And, and you're in a good spot to to pay some of your guys and kind of, you know, take care of Jalen Hurts as well as opposed to, as Chris mentioned, excuse me, Tampa Bay, who's currently, as of this recording, $55 million over the cap. So they have to figure out how to shave uh, money wherever possible. Speaking of teams that are looking to shave money wherever possible, Carson Wentz was released by the commanders. Um, Carson Wentz, his chapter in Washington is over. I imagine if he wants to be, he'll be, he can be a backup quarterback somewhere. But I think Carson Wentz as a full-time starter in the NFL, I think that that book is closed on that. But again, I don't know what he plans to do. Maybe he'll just go to North Dakota and hunt some bison and kind of figure out what his next steps are in the NFL. I mean, he's still an NFL caliber quarterback, but can he? Is he? Yeah, yeah he, can, I can, he can be somebody's backup. Um, yeah, no, but like you said, I don't know if he has that mindset. And I don't right. think he has that, like, I don't know, that – wherewithal to like i don't know be ready like i don't know and like i don't know like it's it's just crazy the correlations between him and the other guy the other basketball guy we're like they're almost identical their career trajectories and downfalls have almost been identical yeah no it, it really is like I, I again i can't imagine it's it's you know carson Wentz, you know top of the world before he got injured you know during the super bowl run um could have been the mvp you know Eagles moved on from him. Then the Colts moved on from him. The man had a 27-7 and seven season in Indianapolis, but he couldn't beat the Jaguars late in the season to, to lead the Colts to the playoffs. So he kind of bounced from there to Washington, now to wherever. It's kind of weird. Like, if, if Carson Wentz beat the Jaguars in the, you know, two years ago or a year and a half, whatever, for the Colts, he's probably he's, – well, he's definitely still a starter somewhere, probably not in Indianapolis because he probably just has a bad year. But he's someone else is taking a gamble on as a starter. Right, like, like, like uh, the clock on Carson once extends for one more year if he wins one game, right? I mean, how like how long does the clock extend if he just doesn't get concussed in that playoff game? Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Cool. Yeah. I really feel that like I don't know. Like that was the trigger for the Eagles to draft Jalen Hurts. That was like the trigger for like the coaching staff to get a little worried about. Like, no, I feel that like, and like there were issues before that, but I feel that I feel that the Jalen Hurts drafting accelerated his kind of 
I don't know, like his insecurity. And like, I don't know, his his questioning about like, I don't know, like like looking over his shoulder. And like, I don't know, I, I think how he said it on the record now is like, yo man, he ain't tough enough to like, I don't know, like w- when you're looking over his shoulder, you know, you're like, I don't know, you're, you're, you're on borrowed time. Yeah, and and Carson, once again, like, you know, maybe, you know, when he goes and homes and reflects, maybe he's like, you know, he understands that this is where I am. This is my lot in life now to be a backup. I need to kind of climb back up the ladder, you know, humble, my, humble myself a little bit um, and, and realize that I'm a number two. But, again, maybe he doesn't. Like, so so we'll see. But, again, I, I think he has. You can look at the quarterbacks around this league. I mean, like, there ain't there aren't 64 better quarterbacks better than Carson Wentz, even including the guys that are going to get drafted in a couple of months or next month. Wow. You really think um, so? Yeah. Like, like there's a lot of crappy quarterbacks in this league, brother. Like, no, but no, 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 but if you factor in, cause I, I mean, I don't even think it's the physical part. I no, think no, no, it's yeah, like the one, two, I get it. No, I understand that. Like, yeah, no, and no, I, I think, yeah, no, no. And I think like, I, I think, I think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. Like, I don't, well, no, he isn't like there's something, physical, but I feel that like, I don't know, like it, like, it's shot. Like, I don't know. Like, like, I mean, how many times can like mentally, if you're already like struggling with confidence, how many times, like just got cut by the commanders for God's sake. Got it's not like he got for, cut yeah. by the Colts. Got benched for Taylor Heineke. Came back into the end of the season, but was trash. Um, you know, got, you know, got, got benched twice. Yeah. Got benched twice. Um, got just undressed by Jim Irsay. I'll leave on that on the way out of Indianapolis. Um, yeah. So like, again, all that stuff is really humbling. Obviously the Nick Foles stuff. All that stuff is really humbling. And yeah, like I'm just talking about from a a talent standpoint. Yeah. And again, I know he makes he still makes terrible decisions deep in the, you know, seven years into his career, which is amazing. Um, he still has zero internal clock and all that and all that stuff. But just based on NFL talent, you know, again, he's a top 64 guy in yeah. this league. Um, but again, what whether he wants to be, you know, a backup is, is something altogether uh different. Let's talk about the NBA real quick for a second. I know you're not really following the, the Sixers, but it's been a kind of a wild week for the Sixers because they beat Memphis. I watched that yes. Celtics. I watched that Celtics game from start to finish. Wow. And I can't believe I did that. Wow. Because once again, I hate the I hate when I'm right because I have to gloat about it. It felt like Groundhog Day. Ever like how that that Celtics game felt like every Celtics game for the last ten years. It really did. The Sixers after after beating Memphis earlier this week, they had a, a a nail biter with the Celtics that essentially came down to the final play. Um, you know, you know, Jason Tatum pulled up from twenty nine feet and burned it <laughs> um, for the six uh, for the uh, to give the Celtics the win. J- uh, Joel Embiid's seventy foot heave went in, but he released it basically two tenths of a second too late, um, and the Celtics wound, wound up winning the game. This has always been, and Jason Tatum didn't really have a good game. Like he, like he shot like seven to seventeen or something like that. Um, they, they played their defense on him was really pretty decent um, in that game, but it always comes down to, and we've said this before on this show like eighteen thousand times. When you need a basket at the end of the game, the team with the dude who's a better better basket getter usually wins. And also, game. and also, Roy, that I feel that in the last. Ten years, the six, the one Celtics role player just comes out like, and I'll, his his name is the same all the time, Alfred Horford. Alfred Horford, uh, yeah. I, I, three threes every, in a row. Yeah, no, I, like he scored fifteen points. Like no, and I just like, and I keep waiting because there were moments that Tobias Harris looked like a dude. 
and then he ate the like no like like obviously like it comes down to and it's the predominant thing why the it's not because of the Greg Monroe's or the Marco Bellinelli's or the Arsons. It's because like no, I I think like I don't know like I think Spike Eskin said it is like I don't know and it's the it's it, it's the truth. The, the, you know why this is the best offense that Joel Embiid's ever been? Because this is the best Joel Embiid's been. Correct. Like I don't know, but you know what? He he either he needs to be he needs to be better in the clutch times, and you need someone other than Harden and Embiid to step up. Period. Uh, and you know what? And it ain't Tobias. So Tyrese Maxey, it's all yours, buddy. You got, I think, I think Embiid had like 41 and 12 in that game. So you had like a 41 point game from Joel Embiid. You had a subpar game from, from Jason Tatum. You have to win that basketball game. Yeah, yeah it's no, at home. Like, you have to win that game. You Sixers had a Sixers played a B plus game or a B. I'd say they played a B game. Celtics played a C game. Yeah. On, on the road. On the road. They won. Yeah. You have to win. You absolutely have to win that game. Sixers didn't do it. And they didn't do it later in that week when they lost a nail biter to the Heat. But they did come back, and then on the second leg of the back-to-back, easily handled the beat, the Heat without Joel Embiid. This is the weirdest Jekyll and Hyde team I've ever seen in my life. Like some days they look really good, like amazingly good. Some days they look like they can lose to, uh, not Houston. Houston's ter- terrible, but he lose to like a middle of the pack team. I don't understand it. But again, you look at the Celtics again, who uh, own the Sixers all year, haven't lost a game to the Sixers. And you look at the Bucks, who as of this recording have won 16 in a row. And it's like, look, you have is you this, can't compete with those. Is teams. this the same? Is this the same out? Is this the same outcome as you as the same outcome as an SVU season? Ever? Like we know how it's going. We know how the season's going to end, right? We know. We know how the season's. We, I think <laughs> we know how the season's going to end, man. It's like, come on, like the fact. Uh, it just all that matters is. You know, when is when is when when are the when is the final doom doom? Where do you go to see the see the final doom doom and see Dick Wolf's name flash on the credits? Is it gonna be in the second round or is it gonna be in the conference finals? Because I think the Sixers right now are the third seed. Um and But and at I, some point, Roy, don't you need to create a different like 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 I think the reason I thought about this, the you know the reason why I just can't get get with the Sixers anymore? Because it's the same way they're 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 bleeping with me. Like, I don't, can you find a different way to screw with me? Like, I don't know. It's the same formula every – for the last – for the entire, like, process time, they've been good. Like, I don't know. Like, no one on the bench can step the hell up. Like, I don't know. Like, you just – and, like, I and like I don't know. I'll say it. The, the, the star players come up short. They just do. They've played – I haven't looked at – I didn't look at Harness numbers recently, but – I think they've played relatively well over the last stretch. I mean, the problem the last few games has been, well, not the last, yeah, I'll say the last few games, you've got an inconsistent Tobias Harris. Again, you had, you know, that big, the big shot against Memphis, but that was after he shot an air ball. We had the big, that big three against Memphis. But I think over the last 10 games, I think he's averaging like 11 points a game, shooting like 44% from the floor. Nah, man. Um, it's like you need consistency from those guys. Like, like you said, somebody else not named Joel Embiid or, or James Harden has to show up every single night. It ain't been Tyrese Maxey because he's been on and off. It ain't been Tobias Harris because he's been on and off. That bench is dreadful. I mean, like, I don't even know what to say about the bench. By no, but I guess so, know, is, is it too much to ask for Tyrese Maxey to be that guy? Third year. He's got I – don't, I don't think it is. I don't – like, if you, Tyrese Maxey needs to give you a consistent 14 to 16 points every single night. I don't think that's too much to ask. 
I don't know why we don't get it all the time, but I think no, I, think I feel based that, on like, what we saw know, last just, year, I think you can expect that. Yes, but I feel that like I don't know this season, maybe with the injury and getting, I don't say benched, but like benched. Right. Like, I don't know. Back. I feel that, like he's like I don't know. He's he slipped a little bit, and like I don't know. Like I I I don't think it's super concerning, but once it like you've had forty seven chances, probably more than that. To find an adequate third dude, like I don't know, you you signed Tobias to that horrendous deal that will go down in infamy forever. You've had chances to trade for dudes, maybe like I don't like I like for the like I said at the beginning of the season. One thing I actually remember saying about this is you need Tyrus Maxey to be that like if he's not the third dude, he's got to be a two B like isolation score. Like I don't know where because. I see. I, I saw it in the Celtics game. When it comes down to like what, like seven seconds left, who the hell's scoring? And like, God bless Harden, he's not that dude anymore. Yeah, you can't. When you need a basket, you can't rely on Joel and Embiid catching been the ball. Saying this, but Roy, we've been saying <laughs> yeah. this in twenty eighteen. Like I, yeah. this, this, like they had Jimmy Butler and who else? JJ, yeah. the, like their best crunch time scorer used to be JJ Redick. Like the, the the Sixers options when they need a bucket, or Joel Embiid catching the ball at the elbow, or thirty four year old James Harden, you know, dribbling at the top of the key, trying to break his man down for a step back three. Like you, those can't be your options. Like they can't be. Like they just can't. Like you need a guy because that because <laughs> I'm sorry that James Harden step back three is not a high percentage shot. It's not. It it, it really it it wasn't. Before, but he was so great that like right. you just want it. Sure ain't now. Yeah, like you respect you respect the younger the younger James Harden because he had the legs to get past you if you played it wrong, and he was a better shooter because he could get the shot off again when he was younger. This is not a hyper again. He makes it every now and then. Like he's you know he's fine. It's a fine shot for James Harden. That's not the shot that you want to take when you're down two. You know, and with, with thirty seconds to go in, in a basketball game. So. The Eagles, the Eagles, the Sixers have a pretty tough stretch uh, coming coming up. So, I mean, like, we're going to learn a lot about this team. I don't know if they'll hang on to the three um, seed, you know, as it goes, as it, as it kind of goes on. But they have a big game tonight against the Bucks um, in Milwaukee. Um, they have the Pacers coming up. They have uh, the, the Timberwolves coming up. So, they have a pretty tough stretch um, over these next few days. Uh, so, we'll see how, how good they are. But, again, hopefully they figure out something with that bench. To kind of kind of keep them going. We only have two minutes, so I, I didn't spend, plan to spend them all that. But really quick, give me sixty seconds. You you have the, an idea of what the WrestleMania card is shaping up to be. Are you excited? Not that excited. I know we got to keep it brief, but excited. Okay. And uh, like, and, but it all comes down to like I don't know. I, I I'm just in, I'm just excited to see the conclusion of the story, and I I, I need to see. My guy, the guy who gives his weight belts out to kids and they make him cry. No, I, I like because I feel that like I don't know this entire this entire event is focused on one match, and I, I don't know. Hopefully, it delivers. Yeah, hope, hopefully we get a, a banger in that match. Of course, that that story that we're that we're talking about um, is the Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed wwe heavyweight title um the the marquee match of day two but a pretty few decent other matches on on the card as well oscar versus bianca belair charlotte Flair brock lesnar versus almost <laughs> yeah brock lesnar versus almost or Omos or whatever his name is brock lesnar who does not want to wrestle bray wyatt and we understand why 
Um, obviously, the sleeper match to me of the whole card is going to be the whole Seth Rollins Logan Paul match. But again, it's shaping up to be a pretty decent, ma- uh, pretty decent card. Looks like there's about 12 matches or, or so that we know so far. We'll probably have some more information next week, or we will definitely um, on our confirmations um, because the man who shows up once a year is showing up in Boston for <laughs> WWE Raw uh, this week. So I'm sure John Cena is going to officially throw his hat in the ring for WrestleMania. So a lot of stuff to talk about when WrestleMania season continues next week on this show. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE.